0: Almost exactly one thirty now and time uh, to cross to Singapore to speak to Danny Hicks. Danny, I'm very jealous of you. Uh, you know that. <laughs> you're, you're there at the F1. It's the 14th yeah. F1 and uh, uh, what a great time uh, that circuit has seen with uh, that night race and the race through the city. It's yeah. great, isn't it? It's fantastic. It's it's an
1: amazing spectacle. You know, you've been here many, many times, probably more times than me, even though that's saying something um I'm back here for the second year in a row since the pandemic. Obviously, we lost the race in 2020 and 2021. Returned last year uh, was a little bit subdued, I think. Last year, the city there weren't quite the amount of international visitors that we'd normally have. It was still kind of the tail end of the pandemic. There was still restrict, you know, still had to do COVID tests to get on flights, and uh, certain places were still having quarantine. It was it was all a bit of a hassle still. But this year. Wow, it's back with Avenger. I mean the city is absolutely buzzing. Um the hotels are full again. Um tourists are out in force, I mean you hear in breakfast at the hotel today was packed. There's Australian voices, Korean voices, Chinese what you you know, you name it. Right. Everyone's here to see the F1 New Zealanders because they've got Liam Lawson. Um, racing in, in place of Daniel Ricciardo at the moment. Um, you know they've really come in in force, and the, the city is buzzing. The bars, the restaurants are buzzing again, and uh, I think we've got a tremendous uh, weekend in prospect. And first practice is just about four hours away now. Um, night race, of course, as you say. So the timings are a little bit different to what we'd normally see in in, in a race in Asia. So we've got uh, first practice tonight being five thirty till six thirty. If you're trying to catch it on TV. Second practice is 9 o'clock till 10 o'clock. This means very late nights for us in the media. I must say, time we do our press conferences afterwards and speak to the drivers. But, you know, it's part and parcel of the, of the spectacle of it, and we love it. Tomorrow, uh, the third practice at 5.30 again, and the all-important qualifying, 9 o'clock tomorrow night, because qualifying is everything. As you know, at Singapore. Very, very difficult to overtake on this track. If you're not on the front row even despite the fact that we will probably get rain, we'll probably get safety cars, we'll probably get chaos. We always do every year. Uh, We did last year. We had an absolute deluge of tropical cloud bursts. A thunderstorm sat itself over the track uh, about two hours before the start of the race and uh, just flooded everything. And it was amazing that we only had an hour's delay uh, to the start, but the race didn't get underway till about five past nine last year. So it really was a night-night race Mm. uh, in the wet. And, uh, Max Verstappen, of course, is all conquering this year. He only came seventh last year. Uh, his teammate Sergio Perez won it. And, um, there were a lot of cl- cars slithered off. There was a lot of safety cars and virtual safety cars and a lot of, lot of drama ensued. And that's what we expect in, uh, in, in Singapore. Gonna be a little bit different a lot this year. Uh, there's construction work going on around the sort of final. There was a final sort of two chicane complex near the, just before you turn into the start finish straight um which had sort of four 90 degree bends they've gone because there's some construction works going on so it's kind of a new straight there and um drivers are thinking there might be a little bit of an opportunity to to overtake there going into turn 16 previously it was only like turn five on the track people who know the track where where's real overtaking opportunity unless unless a car's in trouble or, or or makes a mistake so it might be a little bit more exciting racing it means the lap is shorter it's reduced to 4.94 kilometres now, which means we're going to get an extra lap in the race, 62 laps this year as opposed to 61. Mm. And of course, we will get a new lap record because the old lap record now doesn't count. Mm. It's a different, it's a different
0: length circuit. I guess it's good to shake it up a bit, isn't it, and change it a little bit so it's yeah. not always the same.
1: I mean, they've made some changes over the years. I mean, since the first race, you know, sort of, what was it, 15, 16 years ago, they've they've made little alterations here and there tweaked some corners the first part i noticed walking around the circuit yesterday the first part the first sort of 5 6 uh first five turns into the first straight down uh, raffles boulevard is is uh, it's all been resurfaced it's all brand new tarmac on there and all newly marked out so that might have a little bit of difference when it comes to grip and 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 how the how the drivers go into it so it's a high downfall circuit a low speed Street city centre circuit, which tends to, you know, negate the the absolute flying straight line speed of cars like the Red Bull and the Williams. So the teams here are eyeing um are eyeing the possibility of you know an upset. The Red Bull have won all 14 races so far this season. Max Verstappen's won 12 of them, the last 10 in a row, all records. And um, people genuinely talking, you know, with eight races to go, including Singapore, that that Red Bull could sweep every race this season. But if they're going to be upset anywhere, this is probably a good chance because of the variable, because of the nature of the circuit, because of the the uncertain nature of the weather. I mean, it's been glorious the last two days, but... Guarantee, as sure as X is X, come qualifying, come race day, there's going to be some rain about, there's going to be some thunder, there's going to be some wild sun. I'm sure so, you uh, brought some
0: of the black rain from uh, Hong Kong uh, to Singapore, haven't yeah, you, Danny? I
1: mean, I can't believe I've missed another red <laughs> rainstorm. How lucky am I uh, yesterday? I mean, we've had enough rain in Hong Kong, haven't we, to, mm. to over the last weeks. But, yeah, it's, it's quite nice to see, see blue skies and sunshine, at least these last couple of days here. But, uh, yeah, yesterday, of course, is the, as I say, the action starts the day on the track. But Thursday's always the press and media day. It's when we get a chance to – the drivers absolutely love it because they have to listen to us in the media asking them questions. Actually, they privately they hate it, but it's part of their duties. They have to meet the likes
0: of uh, me. And uh, <laughs> there's anyway, there's thing. always a bit of
1: news around. There's always a bit of news
0: around in the paddock, You know, L- you Lewis know. Hamilton always says to me, he says, you know, every time I go to Singapore, I've got to meet Danny Hicks. Oh, Goodness me! I can't bear it. I can't bear it. He loves me. I man. first met him when
1: he was only a strip <laughs> of a lad, so uh, pre Formula One. So uh, pre well, Formula One days. I did a little story on him. So yeah. and he was up and coming and been snapped up by McLaren as a junior. So um, yeah, we go back a long way. But I'm sure he doesn't remember me. There's a, there, put it this way: there's a lot of there's a lot of bald headed. Middle-aged blokes walking around the paddock, <laughs> and we all look
0: alike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <sure laughs> sorry uh, he remembers you. But anyway, there's, sure. there's
1: always a bit of news breaks. Even though you know the 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 season really, in terms of the championship, is a foregone conclusion. Verstappen is going to win it. It's only a question of when. Hmm. The earliest he can do it mathematically is next week in Japan. So he may wrap up the title there if, if things go his way this weekend and next weekend. Um, Red Bull, amazingly, if if Mercedes fail to score a point in this race and they and they get. Um, some podium finish could wrap up the constructors title with uh, seven races to go in Singapore this weekend, which is, would be some amazing feat, but more likely to go on to Japan or the race after in Qatar to settle those sort of issues. But there's always some news around the paddock, especially this time of year, driver mm. changes, drivers signing new contracts. And one driver, w- which I was very pleased to say has extended his contract for another year. Zhou Guanyu, the that, you know, China's first formula one driver. He, uh, he announced yesterday that he's staying with alpha romeo throughout next season and the great thing about that is you know the chinese grand prix which has been off the calendar since 2019 returns in april next year to the shanghai international circuit and now finally it means Zhou guanyu is going to get a chance to race in front of his home fans in formula one for the first time in april
0: and he's really excited at the prospect next year you know it's a We have the home race, so have been waiting for that for two years already. It's a nice place and I think it will be a forever rememberable, let's say, weekend uh, for me in Formula 1 because I grew up obviously watching at 2004, the first race back home in China. It's 20 years, now we're heading back next year, so it's going to be uh, amazing just to catch up with the fans and with the people in home crowd. He sounds a very happy chappy, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, oh, he's, he's lovely to talk to. He's always got a smile on his face. He's a real good character and he's he's a talented, talented driver. So I'm so pleased he's he's got that extension for another year. And even if after that he doesn't continue with Aston Martin, they're gonna to revert to the Sauber, they're gonna become Sauber again, they're Sauber own the Swiss team and then eventually become the Audi F1 team uh when the new regulations coming in twenty twenty six. I mean that's all a bit inside Formula One but Okay. Interesting basically they've they've got a long term project and we're not sure whether Joe is going to be part of that going forward after next season. But I'm sure he'll land a drive with another team if he doesn't continue mm. with them because he really has shown steady improvement since he made his debut in Bahrain uh, two years ago. He scored a point in his first ever Formula 1 race, which was quite something, considering that Alfa Romeo are you know, not one of the front-running teams. And um, he's, he's steadily improved since. And like I say, he's just such a such a happy chat, but I'm not sure when he says, I remember the first race in, t-. he's only 24. He says he remembers the first race in 2004. He would have been four years old then. I mean, maybe he was taken to the track. I don't know, but um I get, how much can you remember of what happened when you're four years old? I'm not sure I don't. Yeah. but uh, we'll take his word for it. But if you want to mark your card for mm. the Chinese Grand Prix, the return of it, and maybe go there up there from Hong Kong, April 21st, Sunday, April 21st next year, it will be back at the Shanghai international circuit. And Joe Guan Yu, uh, the local boy, will be racing in it. And, um, you know, it's interesting because you get to talk to all the drivers. Obviously, there's always a big scrum to talk to Max Verstappen and, and mm. Lewis Hamilton and the, and the leaders of the pack and all that. And, of course, you know, um, as I've just said, maybe Max Verstappen under a little bit of pressure this weekend for a change because he, he certainly won't have it all his own way. He knows he's going to have to work harder when it comes to racing, especially qualifying, Um and there's a chance for i think there's a real chance for ferrari or possibly mercedes to upset the red bulls this weekend and he was talking about it and he's certainly expecting a challenge
0: i think we just um are not as competitive as other tracks i think the street circuits are a little bit tougher for our car um i still think that we can do a good job but it will be uh yeah very tight it's good that it's yeah, tough it though tight, isn't it
1: you know yeah yeah i mean it's you know with a street circuit the the walls run there's not much in the mm. way of runoff areas there's concrete barriers and the slightest mistake you've got to keep your concentration up fully for the whole lap for 62 laps for the best part of two hours in searing heat and humidity it's and sitting inside a fire suit in an f1 car he went on to talk about it um he was saying like the sweat runs down into places and pulls in your suit in places that you don't Eek. really want it and it's Eek. so uncomfortable <laughs> And it and all the drivers talk about this being the most brutal race of the year in terms of what they have to go through in the cockpit mm. um It was quite funny, um uh you know they were asked about how do you take drinks and rehydrate during the race, and some of them have drinks bottles in the cars, which start off nice and cold, but it gets so hot in the car, I mean. Uh, Lance Stroll was saying basically it ends up – it's like it's like you're drinking a hot cup of tea by the time you've got 20 laps into the race because the water bottle in the car is so hot. How some do they, drivers don't how, drink.
0: Yeah, How do they drink do. In, the, in the car then? Because I mean, can they take yeah. their hands off the off the wheel to grab well, a bottle or, they have, or do they well, have a they tube? have like a tube, like okay. a, almost like a feeding tube in the helmet.
1: And right. It's like a straw and you just suck on the straw and it comes up from a bottle. But as I say, 20 laps into the race, it starts off nice and cold, but 20 laps in, you've basically got a hot water bottle there you're drinking drinking out of and um and some drivers can cope with that and need to rehydrate during the race others don't take a drink at all during the race and they just make sure they hydrate fully during the race others, i mean
0: what if you want to go for a pee
1: well <laughs> i think i think you just do it in the suit don't you but I'd, you know they're, they're talking about they lose to somewhere know, between Daddy, two to four, they lose somewhere between two and four kilograms of body weight it just shit in fluid in sweat basically wow during the race. So, um, I don't think they, you know, the bladder gets full, put it that way. Right. Um, but anyway, as, as, as I was saying earlier, you know, it wasn't max last year. He, he had problems in qualifying and, uh, Sergio Perez got on the front row of the grid, Leclerc, Charles Leclerc in the Ferrari was on pole last year, but, uh, uh but alongside him was Perez in second. He took the lead early in the race. Like I say, it was a wet race. It started off wet, finished in the dry. It was one of those where, timing of pit stops was all important there are a lot of safety cars um you know it's fairly chaotic but uh, Sergio Perez you know he he came out on top last year but he's also very very cautious going into this weekend here we know that Saturday if it goes well um it can go really well so there is
0: nothing in the middle you know in Singapore it's either really a strong result or it can be really painful it can go it can well, it can't really go well. Painful. It could be really painful. It's like,
1: it's no, there's, it's like <laughs> say, there's no middle ground. You either have a great race or it's painful. There's there's no room for error in Singapore. It's uh, mm. it's quite exciting from that point of view, even though it might not have the overtaking and the sheer sort of wheel-to-wheel drama of other races. It, it, it's a different beast. And, um, you know, so of the, the next tier after Red Bull, you, you've got... Mercedes are second in the constructors Championship you've got Aston Martin you've got Ferrari really who are the best of the rest I think they could all challenge this week but I'm with a lot of people I think Mercedes have got the best chance of picking up a race win for the first time in a long time I mean Lewis Hamilton's had four podiums this year so he started knocking at the door the Mercedes is getting closer to the Red Bull and uh, you know talking to him he certainly thought there was cause for optimism this weekend
0: there's always potential we have no idea what what's in store for us ahead just trying to prepare the best we can and um and see what that new section is going to be like as well that that new section should bring us all a little bit closer there's less less corners for red bull to get too far ahead <laughs> tire attempts keeping the tires cool having good rear ends that's always a challenge for us with this car not bouncing on a circuit like this it was bouncy last year so it be interesting to see if we still have that problem they've had some problems got- with bouncing the uh, Mercedes, yeah. haven't they
1: yeah, they have, and and the Ferrari too, to a certain extent. They seem to have conquered it a lot since they went back to having again. I don't want to get too technical, but they brought out this car list last year that had no side pods on it, um, like air intake side pods, which was very weird. It was it looked like a stealth fighter almost, and but it bounced. It, the The, the downforce was always too great. It would suck itself down to the ground, and then the the pressure release and then it would bounce up again and it was like an oscillating in a yo-yo and it was <laughs> they've conquered that to a certain extent but the problem being on the street circuit as well the the, the roads are normal roads generally mm. so they're mm. bumpy and so bumps can exacerbate that and red Bull's never been that good on street circuits this year although having said that they've won like the last 10 races that have been run on street circuits but they claim they're not as good over bumpy roads and it it's going to be interesting to see what happens and and lewis again talking about that final section being different you know fewer corners for red Bull to pull away on because you know red Bull was not only very slippery in a straight line they also very fast around the bends as well which is why they are so good so we'll we'll see there's a few intriguing things so a quick reminder of the time is before hmm. i go Practice tonight, first practice, 7.30, and then again at 9.00. Practice again tomorrow, uh, sorry, 5.30 and uh, 9.00. 5.30 again tomorrow, all in pool. Qualifying 9 o'clock tomorrow night. The race itself will start 8 o'clock on Sunday. And I will be here to enjoy it all, and hopefully the rain will stay away. And
0: no doubt you'll enjoy some of the entertainment as well. I see on the uh, uh, on stage uh, madness, uh, yeah. col- Culture Club, The Kings of Leon, Post Malone, Robbie I'd, Williams. I'd what to, a lineup! I'd right? love
1: to say I would be going to see some of that, but obviously I'll be stuck <laughs> in the media centre covering the, talking to drivers, watching the, the action on the track, and not being able to enjoy enjoy so much the stuff off the track because. Uh, madness of playing sunday night just when i'll be at my busiest but I did get to see him at the sevens a few years ago so uh,
0: yeah but i would love to see him again in singapore i think know. it's a great yeah. thing about the singapore f1 it's such a, mm-hmm. a roll-up of lots of different things obviously the great race action the fact the fact yeah. it is a night race a city race and all this entertainment and yeah. as, a, as a punter going there you know as someone to go to, to enjoy it it really is fabulous
1: and singapore's such a such a sort of 24-hour city as well. You can come out of the track at, as we often do in the media at one, two, three o'clock in the morning. There is still always somewhere to go and get something to eat. There, there's a Hawker Centre open. There's, there's, you know, there's Clarke Key and and places like that. We've still got places open, so you can, you can uh, actually really enjoy it, even though we're on we're on funny funny timings as it were. Although not funny timings for those people in Europe because they're used to we're basically on European timing. so all the all the crews and everything that come over from Europe, they don't, they don't bother with jet lag. They just mm. stay on their normal timing. So they'll, they'll be waking up about now, getting ready to go to the track and, um, and seeing it through till three or four in the morning and then going for dinner and then going to bed as the sun comes up. But, uh, Great. That's not for me. I'm afraid I'm too old <laughs> to be doing that sort of caper. Danny Hicks is our
0: man in days. Singapore at the F1. Danny, um, you know, have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the action. It's going to be some great action, I'm sure. And, uh, um, we will see you, uh, here next week at the same time for more sports. Well, I'll more-
1: actually next week, you won't see me here. You'll see oh. me in China. I will be in Hangzhou at the Asian Games. It's all go at the moment. Fabulous. The Asian Games starts next weekend. Mm. Delayed by a year Look forward and, to it uh, all things being equal I'll be, I'll be joining you from Hangzhou in China so, uh, Brilliant, yeah, see you then Busy time on the travels and-